Hey, 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 and welcome back to Profoundly Beautiful. Um, this episode, we'll be talking about pushing through. Um, and I am, disclaimer, I am under the weather, um, so bear with me. Um, it get disgusting. <laughs> Not really, but yeah, just just be gentle with me, okay? I'm sensitive. Um, but, okay, shh, it's starting. Bear with me today, you guys. I am under the weather, but um, I've been wanting to record this for a couple of days now, and I just cannot. I'm feeling a little bit better than I have been the last couple of days. So, I said I will be recording it. Um, I have some type of bug, cold virus. My kids are so dramatic. My oldest, which is a middle schooler, preteen, he talking about some, um, oh my God, ma, you got the coronavirus. <laughs> Ignorant, okay? It's definitely not the coronavirus. Um, <coughs> but it's definitely just a, a virus that I don't know how I got it well I know how I got it but I don't know how I got it you know you always when you do get sick it's like oh my god was I not washing my hands it's nasty at least this is what I think when I get sick I try to figure out where did I make this huge mistake but I feel like um it's possibly something that was dormant in my body for some time now because the last like two weeks my body kept telling me I need to just rest and sleep. Rest, you need to lay down, go to bed early. I just kept having that urge to get more sleep. And of course, car head, make a soft tail. I did not. And here I am fighting this thing on my jig, which I feel like I am doing very well. But, um, I just wanted to come in because I had some amazing news, um, happened to me the other day. I'm not going to clarify what the amazing news is just yet, but, um, um, I received the opportunity. I feel like that is an amazing opportunity. I was so excited, like I almost literally passed out I'm not an emotion I am an emotional person but I'm not like an emotional person to the point where like I'll um of the excitement like I won't be like super excited or um not in public anyway but this time like I couldn't stop smiling I wanted to literally pass out I couldn't get my thoughts together I could barely walk like it was just an amazing feeling. You know, you know that that feeling that you get when you finally see things starting to fall into place or you can see that little glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel because you've been in this dark ass tunnel for so long. That's the feeling that I had. Like um I have a nonprofit 
that I started in 2018 called Concrete Rose. And it's, let me see, I don't want to talk about Concrete Rose. Because you know that's like your baby and you want to protect it until it gets to a certain uh, stage or level. So that's where I am with Concrete Rose. So I try not to speak on it as much, but I need to learn how to um, speak on it. Get more comfortable speaking on it. But <coughs> I created this nonprofit and I've been doing work in the nonprofit, I want to say since 2018, kind of off and on doing little things here and there at like local libraries and stuff and the show out um wasn't as good as you would want something that you host to be so that's very discouraging but I kept pushing through kept doing it kept doing it because I really it's something that I really really enjoy doing much like this podcast like I was just looking at some of my recordings like I recorded so many podcasts within the last week and I'm like that had to be like over a certain amount of time but no I was just like back to back like I was losing track of time recording podcasts and it's just because it was just something that I really really enjoy doing I found um comfort in doing it um and some of the activities and stuff that I did with Concrete Rose is just some things that I really enjoy doing. Excuse me. That I would probably do for free. But the goal in mind, yes, it is a nonprofit, but I do want to make profit somehow, if that makes sense, from doing some of the things because I know people will pay for it. And I have to live, I have children, I have needs, so why not? Um, take advantage of that opportunity long story short um I lost my job back in December and at first I was a little sad because the money was so good it gave me some type of stability knowing that my checks was gonna be um a certain number every two weeks or whatever but then I've lost so many jobs literally since 2015-2016. I've been getting fired off so many positions and I just didn't understand why. Why me? Because I feel like I'm an amazing um, employee. Like I, I use the knowledge that I have and the person that I am to help you. Like... Rather, um, selling burgers in McDonald's, like, I'm going to give it 110% and I'm going to treat your business like it was my business. That's how I work. That's how I've always worked. Every position that I ever was in, that's my motto. Because I knew years ago, don't know how. But I knew. I'm so sorry for smacking. I have a cough drop to try to prevent me from coughing. 
but I knew <coughs> years ago that I am not an employee. I am an employer. I knew this. I felt this in my spirit years ago. So maybe as a, I want to say a teenager, I decided to start treating people or jobs that I worked at like it was mine. How would I want my employee to um, show up for work? Because I always felt like me doing that then was going to be a good thing for me in the future. Don't know when in the future. I just always had that that feeling inside of me. But um, that's kind of how I lived my life when it comes to working. And for me to constantly <coughs> excuse me, be put <coughs> under the fire, if you will, and getting fired. Like, I was getting fired over the craziest things. Like, one day I will go into more detail about it. And then, since 2015, I was just struggling finding a job. Since that first time I ever been fired, all the jobs out of your half, I will always end up fired. Or I will leave it to go to another position that I think I can grow in. And then that position will end up me being fired. <laughs> like, me being let go. Um, but I kind of struggled. Cause you know, well, person, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's a everybody thing. If an individual like myself, I take stuff. Um, cause I am a water sign, so I am emotional, and I. How do I want to put it? This I, um, I hold on to stuff mentally. And cause like some like self harm type. I don't know how I want to word this, but let me see. If something happens to me that's negative, instead of me thinking, okay, everything for a reason, I eventually come to those thoughts. Those optimistic thoughts, like everything's for a reason. This wasn't just this. This clearly wasn't for me. Whatever, whatever. I always reverse it. Like, what is wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Jessica? You're doing something wrong. It's something about you that's attracting this. Like, you have a nasty attitude. You shouldn't have did this. You should have woke up. You should go to sleep or Like, I turn it around on myself and. Then it end up become becoming anger. And then it's like, oh my God, when you gonna learn? Like this didn't happen to you before. Did you not listen? Did you not get the um the lesson that they was trying to teach you from this? Like, what is you doing at this point? Now I'm like mad at myself, and then that end up turning into depression. So now I'm like in a victim state, and I don't really. Um, 
want to get out of bed and is more so like oh well you deserve it because you did x y and z that one time and that's what happens when you um hit the snooze button like whatever i always turn it back on myself some way and end up depressed and sad <coughs> excuse me but <clears throat> this time it wasn't like that i was sad mm. I was sad, mostly because of the money, but it quickly went directly to the optimistic stage, like, okay, everything for a reason, because I know I was doing my best at this position. I know for a fact I did everything in my power that I could have did. Yes, of course, after the fact, you always um, think of something else that you could have done in that moment, time, or space that you didn't do. So, besides that, I'm I'm thinking from what I knew at that moment, I did... Literally the best that I could have done. Me, Jessica, could have done. Of course, Becky or Jasmine or whoever, randomly throwing out names, they could have done something totally different and it's been their best. And that would have been their best, should I say. But for Jessica, I know I did my best. Because there's just certain things that I'm not going to do because of who I am as a person and my morals and my, just my character in general. And it's some things that you might, you may do because of the person you are and the experiences that you went through. Because we're all different at the end of the day, but we're, we're more the same than we are different. But at the end of the day, we are different. What you would have done is not the same thing that I would have done. So, me knowing that I gave my 100, I gave 810% in this position, and for me to be let go, and the killer part is they let me go and then tell me why I was being let go. Because I kept asking, like, what did I do? Tell me, what did I do? What did I do now? Now, what did I do? That's literally how I went in there when they came and grabbed me. For my post, I'm like, oh, what did I do now, Lord Jessica? You just you do too much, girl. What you done did now? And they like, I don't know. To get put in the office, and they like, we gotta let you go. And I'm like, what did I do? Why? Uh, it's just not gonna work out. Isn't this is not a good fit for you? And uh, afterwards, I was in shock. Number one, because like I said, I was doing 110 percent every day in my job like I did a lot um and I really enjoyed what I did as well so that added fuel to the fire so afterwards for a hot second I I, I created my own reason okay something that I struggle with I am not a, t a on-time person I am but I'm not at the same time I'm not going to show up to a function 20 minutes early. I'm going to show up either on time or I'm going to be a little bit late. Black people time. 
So I'm like, okay, that's what it was. That's the only thing I ever did here was be late for work. So I kind of turned that that energy on to me again, something that I do. Like, okay, it's because you was late. You knew you should have got up earlier. You knew you should have went to bed early. Like I turned it into something else, like a little a battle towards myself. <coughs> and that lasted maybe a day or two. And then I end up switching it to the optimistic Jessica that we all love. And then I told myself everything for a reason. Something good is about to happen because a closed door means an ending to something. And an ending means it's a new beginning. Somewhere to something, another door is about to be open. Because, you know, you can't have all these doors open at the same time and be um, give each of them 110% of you. Unless they all coincide with each other in some way. So that's how I took it. Okay, this door is going to be closed. It's going to open up other opportunities for me. I don't know what these opportunities are for. So I left it alone. I didn't worry about it. I literally had my little two two days, maybe three at the most. And two of those days, or a day and a half, was a pity party. The other day and a half, or two days, was... Me being optimistic about it. And then I left it alone. Something told me, okay, you know, feel the way you are feeling because your feelings, you know, they're real. So I felt what I was feeling versus trying to bury those feelings for them to come up at a later date because they they will come back to the surface if you don't deal with them, (coughs) excuse me, right then and there. So... I literally left it alone. This was around Christmas, so I enjoyed Christmas with my family. I still purchase presents knowing uh girl ain't gonna have no money after this. This is my last couple of checks is gonna come. I didn't let any of that hinder the mood or energy that I was in. I still purchased presents, wrapped presents, acted as though... um. Like, I knew that something else was coming. So, I want to say around January. Well, in December. I went to a friend's New Year's party. And she, um... Okay, first, years ago, I, I listened to a podcast. And they always, every year, beginning of the year, they had... It was two two chicks every year they say what they word was for that year and I'm like that is so clever clever I never did it this was probably like two three years ago when I first was put on to that and every year they did the same thing so I've been listening to this podcast maybe like three years now four years and they did the same thing it never dawned on me like you need to create your own Uh, it did but not to the to the point excuse me that I actually sat down and created my own work but fast forward to my friend's New Year's party. She was like, let's say um, what we're grateful for. And let's choose a word for the year. And 
I was so excited because that was like my my little nudge. Like, okay, you heard them chicks three years ago. That seed was planted. This is your time to play chores. So I told um, everybody when it was my turn to go around because she went, like, went around the room. My turn, I said I was thankful for closed doors because closed doors means new beginnings. And my work for the year for 2020 will be intentional. Left it at that. So now January comes and here comes the depression. The depression randomly want to sneak in. It literally snuck in. And I was perfectly fine. Like, perfectly fine. And I've lost some weight. I lost a little over 20-something pounds prior to this. The weight has not came back, thank God. But it could have because, like, the first couple of weeks, I just was, like, eating. But I didn't know I was eating, which is, it sounds crazy. But, like, I knew I was eating, but I wasn't clear like I didn't pay attention to what I was doing. I don't I don't know. I sound crazy, but every time I talk to my man on the phone, he like, "How was your day?" Tell him how my day was, whatever, whatever. We discussed that and he like, "What are you doing now?" He always want to know exactly what I'm doing in that exact moment. And I talked to him multiple times a day. And every time he called, I was like, I'm eating, eating, uh, about to eat, uh, eating, and then maybe like three, three, four weeks in, <coughs> excuse me, he like, um, so, you good? And I'm like, yeah, what you, you know what you mean? Yeah, I'm good. I'm great. Never better. And he's like, you sure? Because I keep asking you this. And he has. And I always used to be confused when he asked, like, I'm good. What is he getting? What vibe is he getting from me? And he like, I'm just going to come out. Every time I call you, you eating. Like, what's good? <laughs> and I'm like, damn. I just busted out laughing because in that moment, I was eating. I was literally getting down with the get down on a bag of dur cheese Doritos stuffing my face okay them chips was good and I was trying not to uh smack because I didn't want him to know for some reason like subconsciously I didn't want him to know I was eating it was crazy and he's like every time I call you and I ask you what you doing you say you about to eat you eating just got done eating or you randomly ask me, can I hear you chewing? And I'm like, oh my God. And it, it it finally dawned on me. Like I was not aware of what I was doing. And he like, you, I feel like you kind of getting depressed. And I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm good. And then I thought about it once I got off the phone with him or whatever. It definitely was trying to sink in. It tried to do a fast one on your girl. But blessed to have people on my team, on my side, that is uh, watching my back. Because <laughs> he sure was like, girl, you just lost all this. You lost that weight. 
And you were so happy about losing that weight. And you said that this is a closed door because new beginnings and all this and that. And now you in here eating. Every time I call you, you stuff in your face. You need to stop it. <coughs> so, I thought about it. And I intentionally start paying attention to what was going on. And when I was having like a little weird, I would do an application or something. And like, damn, I just put the application in at 12 o'clock. You made up your mind at 12.05 that I am not a good fit. Like, you couldn't have possibly did. Come on now, sis. Don't play with me. Hiring person at whatever company. Like, y'all childish as hell. So, and like I told you, like, I, I'm an emotional person. I don't really show my emotion outwardly, but inside, like, it is a battlefield. So, that was doing something to me. It always done something to me for years, but once you've been let go and fired, like, just rejected from things for, you know, back to back, back to back, back to back rejections and no's, like... It does something to you. Even if you don't realize it's doing something to you. It's, it's definitely doing something to you. But. <coughs> that's what I was going through. And I was trying to be positive about it. And optimistic. And not really speak on it. Because I did feel like. Um, excuse me too. If you hear me sipping. Because uh, I am trying my best. And not cough. And sound. Like I got coronavirus. Or whatever the hell. It's called. Mm. But. I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, when you have all that rejection. And I was trying to. Intentionally be positive about it. And keep speaking that. Something else good. Something is going to happen. I'm about to. Open the door to my wildest dreams. This is going to happen. This puzzle piece. That I've been missing all these years is finally finna appear. And I was trying to be very optimistic. But in the midst of that, I was stuffing my face, okay? Stuffing it, okay? Stuffing it. And I was so worried. <coughs> like, girl, you gonna be the gain all that weight that you just left. Left last year. You finna try to pick that back up, baby girl. No, no, no. Cause I felt good. Like I, I felt good about that little weight loss. I went to the store and I told you I'm a plus size diva. So I wear a lot of leggings and things from Tort. And I went to Tort and I was selling her, uh, what size, um, leggings I was looking for. This was another bigger girl. She was bigger than me and she like girl no why is you wearing that size <laughs> i'm like this is the size i always wear and she like i clearly wear that size we are clearly not the same size girl stop playing she definitely gave it to me i still wear that size but that moment made me realize like i wasn't even being intentional about my weight loss or i wasn't paying attention about my weight loss <laughs> So that made me curious. Like, is you losing weight? Like, because nobody never. (coughs) 
as many times I came in here, nobody never told me I shouldn't be wearing a size leggings <clears throat> or pants or whatever. So I'm like, let me check this out. I checked. Sis is down like, uh, what, 20, 25 pounds? And I'm like, oh, random. Come through and I'm like, okay, she losing weight. So I go, takes a couple pics and send it to baby or whatever. Like, what you think? And he like, I definitely see you are losing weight. That is good. Like, what's going on? Why you losing weight? And I was just happy. I was happy and drinking water, minding my business. Literally, this shit works. Minding my business. Going to work, coming home. Collecting my checks. Happy. I was just happy. And the weight was falling off. All by itself. Then I decided to go to American. I can't even think of the name of it. I went into the mall randomly waiting on a movie to start. Going to the mall and um, decided to try on some jeans. Like some of those, whatchamacallit jeans that's uh, like tore up. I can't even think of the name of them right now. But went there. I'm like, let me get a 20. I got a 20, a 18, and a 16. Try this one, y'all. Too big. Like, get out of here. Don't play with me. Try the 18 on. Too big. I'm like, man, don't play. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Sixteen. Sixteen is a little big, but I like the fit. When I tell you so excited, man, the best. One of the best feelings ever. Like sis is in a whole sixteen right now. I ain't never. I can't recall being in a sixteen ever. Middle school maybe? I don't know. Never. But I digress. Baby was telling me, you need to slow it down. We lost all that weight. She was so excited. We moving forward. We not moving backwards. You told me what your word was for the year. Stop playing. Get back on it. So, after my little pep talk with him, uh, um, I'm like, okay, my word for the year is intentional. I'm going to be intentional about everything I do. Literally. From. Um, where I go. Who I like. Like everything. What jobs I apply for. Or positions. And that's what I did. So I started applying for. Jobs that I feel like would help me. Go towards. Concrete rows. And. Um, I literally, <coughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did apply for some random jobs, just because I felt like I, you know, I wanted to have m multiple incomes, I don't want to just be one source from this one employer, because I'm, 
I think I'm subconsciously still holding on to the fear of being like fired, but I'm gonna work that out. Well, I'm working that out currently. But every job that I apply to, I got an interview. Whether it's a over over the phone interview or in person, got an interview. In every one of those jobs, I literally got hired. Most of them was on the spot. (coughs) Or they said they'd get back to me within a week. They got back to me within a week and offered me the position. So now I'm at the point (coughs) where I was filled with rejection. And now everywhere I turn, everybody is like, wanting me and it's to the point and it started it started with me submitting like I updated my resume on a couple job um, sites and I just was getting random emails from people looking for employees like your your resume is amazing you sound like you're impeccable you're an impeccable employee and it was so good. And I'm like, is you serious? Like, I didn't really do anything but upload the resume. I've been sharing with people and I was being, I was getting rejected. But this time, honey, they was loving it. Your girl was popping. Your girl is popping, okay? But all the jobs hired except for one. The one that I thought would really help me with Concrete Rose, which is my, my non-profit. Didn't get that one. But I wasn't tripping. Because I'm like, okay. Because they, they clearly told us at the interview, um, if you don't get hired for a position. First, when they called, they asked if I had transportation. And transportation is something that I'm, um, that's a, a problem for me. So I told them the truth. No, I don't have transportation. They're like, okay, well, the position that we wanted to hire you for, you would have to have transportation, but we just love your resume. And we think you'll be a great fit for our company. We're going to still have you come in for an interview because we're going to try to fit you in somewhere. I'm like, okay, cool. Go in. And then at the interview, they was like, um... If you don't get hired for a position, like, don't trip. We do have volunteer opportunities. And a lot of people that get overlooked usually come in as a volunteer. And then I see how amazing and of an individual they are and how I was mistaken to not put them on my team. And so he like, so if you don't get hired, please know you could. If you feel like this is a great fit for you and we just... We just messed up because people mess up sometimes. We overlook jewels all the time. But he like, come on um, on the team as a volunteer. And I'm like, okay. That's right in my alley. That's all I, I ain't going to say that's all I do, but I do a lot of volunteering already. So I'm like, okay. I definitely can do that. And my intentions going in there was just that I'm like if I get the job cool if I don't I volunteer before I leave I'm gonna ask about some volunteering opportunities because in my head I feel like this 
being around these people would help me get to where I need to go. I was trying to be intentional with everything I I was doing this year. So I get a call back telling me I didn't get the position. Cool, wasn't tripping. But they did want me to come back in for <coughs> a second interview. And I'm like, okay. I asked for what? And they said for a volunteer position. I'm like, okay, whatever, cool. I'm going to do it. At this point, I told you I have multiple um, employees, uh, employers looking at your girl. So I had options. So I wasn't tripping. But before I gave them my word, I wanted to be sure that this position didn't fall through. So I go to the second interview. He like, um, what did they tell you this interview was about or whatever? And I'm like, oh, they said volunteer. He like, volunteer? I know I ain't set you up for no volunteer. I, I want you on my team. Like, I love, <clears throat> I loved your resume. I loved what you was about and some of your skills and traits. I, I just loved everything. You really spoke to me or whatever. And he like, we're going to find something for you for sure. I'm like, okay. All right, you got got to tell me nothing about no good time. So, did the interview, whatever, and they asked a few questions like, "Mm, "Well, my um, do you say what?" I told him I had multiple employers um, looking to hire me, and he asked if these was my dream jobs. And I kept it so real with him. And I'm so proud of myself for that. I was like, um, <clears throat> they are not my dream jobs because I am an entrepreneur. So I will not, my dream job would not be working for anyone. It would be working for myself, number one. And number two, I'm like, um, the positions that I am taking will... I feel help with my uh, journey to be an entrepreneur. It'll help me with connections and experience. And that's what I'm looking for at this point in my life right now. <coughs> he like, oh, okay. He asked me to you know, talk about my entrepreneur stuff. So I did a little bit. And like, um... On my resume, I'm listed as a teacher, and, like, I do workshops and things and such. And he asked about that, so I explained that a little bit. And he's like, okay, so would you be able to, because he, he still wants, he keeps telling me the same thing, like, I really want you on this team some way, somehow, but you not having a vehicle is kind of, it's messing me up. Um, but he like, um, would you be able to come in? this Saturday and do a a 30 minute workshop on self care for some teens like 10 to 15, 20 10 to 15 teens and I'm like absolutely was so excited and this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast I was so excited because I felt like uh, everything that I went through uh, was like leading not necessarily to that moment but 
that moment gave hope for all the stuff that I've went through prior to. Like it was the light at the end of the tunnel. And although this is a volunteer position, I was more excited about this volunteering position than I was any of the paid positions. Because I feel like this person has a lot of connections to agencies and sponsorships that I want to be connected to. Because, you know, we are all like six people away from everybody type thing. So if I'm connected to him and then he introduced me to him and that man is the cousin of the person that do the contracts for the city that I live in come through. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, Jessica, dope. She do this, she do that. You should uh, drop that little seed in that person ear. Next thing you know, I'm being con- contacted by the city on a partnership. <laughs> like, that's my goal. That's what I'm seeing for my future. And I feel like this opportunity is that opportunity. Amongst the other paid opportunities that I have, I feel like they too have a connection that will be able to. I will be able to uh, get something out of. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm like using people like as a step stool or ladder. It's definitely not that, but I just want to be intentional. I don't want to work at Walmart and think. Um, Walmart is going to be a stepping stool for me to uh, open in my nonprofit for self-esteem. Of course, yes. God works in mysteriously in mysterious ways, and He can connect you to the right person, no matter where you are. So I do believe it could happen if I worked in Walmart, but since I had the opportunity to be picky, if that makes sense. I'm going to be picky. I'm going to be intentional and I'm going to be picky. I'm going to choose what is going to better me or help me in the long run. Versus just choosing anything because the people around me or society thinks, you should be working, you grown, you got kids, you do this. You you know how people just talk too much sometimes. So then you are like in a panic mode and you just be applying anything, everything and end up at Walmart as a cashier and McDonald's as a um, cook mad at life. Like, man, I knew I should have went with the dream. I said I wanted to uh, create shoes. I should have went to that artist company or you know drawing company and apply versus me applying to McDonald's because my mama and people close to me was talking crazy about me not having no job so we kind of do like a little panic and I kind of I'm glad I did I shut all the noise out I'm glad that is a good character trait that I do hold as well shut all the noise out and kind of focus on what I felt like I needed And with the little notes from God is what I like to call little bits and pieces of inspiration. Like the girls telling me years ago about them using that one word for the year. That's something that they work on. 
and then my friend bringing it back up years later at her New Year's party, like New Year's Eve party. Like those little moments are love notes from God is what I like to call them. So it led me to this moment and I actually feel so much better you guys like sitting here talking to y'all like my head felt heavy throat was a little irritated I feel so much better I feel a little bit lighter a little bit better Mm, it's crazy how that works but yes it's one of the best feelings ever when you see the puzzles the puzzle pieces that you just could not find where they fit when they start starting to make sense and you see the little light at the end of the tunnel and opportunities start happening for you and I feel like it it began when I decided to change how I was thinking about things so that inner that mindful part <clears throat> how you think about stuff and I think that helped me manifest certain things into my life and I can only imagine with uh, what my future is going to be like this manifestation that I'm currently in with this power of awe or whatever you would like to call it like the feel good feeling that I feel even while being sick like this feeling is I was sick and you know the workshop I'm hosting is tomorrow and the whole time I was sick, I could barely get my eyes open. My body hurts. I just wanted to, I literally was balled up under the cover because I was freezing. And then I was hot. Then I was freezing. Then I was hot. So most of the time I stayed balled up under the cover, literally damn near in a fetal position. And the whole time I had my phone, my computer, my tablet, something in my hand, trying to still create my plan for this workshop on Saturday. And that's that's like a love note from God as well because it's telling me that this is my destiny or my passion. If you sick and feeling the amount of pain that I was feeling and that's the only thing you focusing on, like that's some crazy passion like I'm right where I'm supposed to be I see that light at the end of the tunnel and I'm moving towards that light and can't nothing stop me well of course something could stop me literally but you know what I mean (coughs) nothing can stop me and I'm excited about it and I just want to encourage whoever is listening at whatever time you are hearing this like keep pushing being inti- be intentional with all of your actions and i feel like the 
the pushing motion will help you get to the point to where you can see that light at the end of the tunnel. So just don't give up. Because usually when we give up, we are like right there on a break. That one last hit, we will see the glimmer of light bust through the wall. But we always give up right before the end. So just don't give up. Keep pushing. That puzzle piece fits somewhere in your puzzle. Or wouldn't have came with it. So I hope um, my little story encourages you in some way. And just keep pushing. It'll work out. Be intentional. And I will discuss my... um, Discuss my um, word of the year. We're two months in already of the year. But, hey, it'll never be too late. Right? So, yeah, keep pushing. (coughs) Excuse me. Keep pushing. Do not stop. Everything for a reason. Everything works out for the good in the long run. Or the long haul. Remember that life is a marathon. Not a sprint. Nothing happens overnight. A lot of our things or dreams or admirations that we currently have. You got to have certain experiences to go with it for you to succeed. For you to succeed at it. You know, I never understood when people like want to take... Um, your life or something that you have but they don't know what it took for you to get to that that place that's why I was never I was never the type of person to be envious of another person's life because you sit down I guarantee you sit down and talk to that person ask them how like what happened to you in the midst of you getting to where we is today. And they going to have some horror stories for you. I have some horror stories that I'm going to share down the line. But you just never know a person's journey getting to where they are now. Getting to the to the light usually a long journey of darkness and little specks of light here and here and there to help you stay on track and let you know this is the right direction you are going in the right direction don't stop those little love notes from from God that helps you know stay on this path this is the path <clears throat> Dave you bust through to only be met by more darkness and then the cycle kind of repeats itself all over again so you just gotta push push through and if you need somebody to encourage you gotta learn to encourage ourselves I know I put that on my vision board Um, because sometimes I'll be looking for encouragement from people and it don't happen 
it really doesn't. So I told myself, you need to stop looking for outside voices and you be your own outside voice. Clap for your damn self. Don't nobody else clap? I'm a clap for me, period. You know how people upload certain things to social media and get no likes? And then you see that person that uploaded like it? That's me. I'm going to like my own damn shit, okay? You ain't even got to like it. It spoke to me. That's why I uploaded it. It was funny to me. That's why I uploaded it. So, zero likes, fine. I like it. We got to keep that same mentality off of social media into our real life. Encourage yourself. My vision board literally say, encourage yourself, girl. So, um, yeah, that's it. I just need y'all to push through. It'll work out. It, it does take a lot of work, but you was built for it. Don't give up. Keep pushing. you all enjoyed this episode of profoundly beautiful with me jessica monet and i hope you come back next week for the next episode because um i'm a oh child i'm a lice on my space down and i just really appreciate you guys for sticking through all that yuckiness <laughs> and i want you guys to remember to find joy in the mundane and p.s Taking it back to the 90s, salt and pepper said it best, although, honey, disclaimer, okay, although they was not talking about the same push <laughs> I'm talking about, but a push is a push at the end of the day. So, push it. Push it real good. Okay. Until next time. Later.